Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February the 26th, 2024. Hope this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'd say work-wise, day-wise, um, we got that lasagna. Yes, yes, it was very Garfield. It felt like a good day. I will say, I, I keep having this issue, and like it, it's it's one of those things where I notice some weeks I don't on others, but like Monday's always just the worst, right? And I mean, that's like, of course it's it. That's, that's why you come up with this stupid-ass fucking Garfield talk to like try to make people feel happier about it, right? Yeah, the I know, but like, I often wonder for me why it is like because I think for me it's more than just work like sometimes work is totally fine like you know and and that's not the beef I have my beef is something internal or you know whatever some emotional thing I got going on or something like that there's always some extra ass thing on my mind and like because I have the time to think about it at work I make it a problem you know but then by the time I'm usually you know ready to press play and and talk to y'all my wonderful, beautiful, amazing listeners, you know, I always feel good. I always am like, you know what? What was I so weepy about? What was I so emotional about? But I, I take my fa- my I take myself through a lot, sometimes for no reason. But hey, that's that is uh, you know, being a anxious overthinker. I don't know. I don't know. Um let's see here. Food corner. Let's let's lighten it up a bit. I um was having a craving. I was having a craving for like about a week, and I really, 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 really wanted a bacon and egg burrito. And I wanted it specifically with rice. Excuse me. Asking around, uh, doing a little research. I couldn't find anything. Like, there was a couple people that said, hey, maybe go here. Maybe try here. Go to Taco Bell. And I was, like, really tempted just to say, fuck it. Just go to Taco Bell and get, you know, a bacon and egg burrito. But I, I really wanted the rice, and I wasn't sure they would do that. I don't I don't think that's a thing. Needless to say, do I want Taco Bell rice? Like, I don't know. So I, I just said, you know what? Let's just go to the grocery store, get what we need, and do it. So that's what I had wound up doing Sunday. And uh, I got to say, it was so worth it. Uh, I've really been putting these uh, tortilla burrito wraps to work, and um, I was very satisfied with this meal. Uh, the side was a side of fries, because I figured, like, you know, you want a little potato in there, kind of give it that, you know, breakfast Brenner vibe. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. Also, I had um, a little bit of chips, too. So it was nice. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It always feels good to have a craving and then, like, satiate that craving. You know what I mean? So, yeah, especially when you did it with your own hands. Like, you made that shit. Yes, yes. Now, granted, you know, it's no shame, no knock. If, if you order it, by all means, that's how I am, too, usually. Well, uh, up until, you know, I don't know, a few years ago-ish, eh, whatever. But yeah, that's my food corner. That's my life uh, as of today. Um, yeah, you know, overall, I, I know I, I maybe sound a little bit dour or whatever, but it's been a good day. The weather is is nice for what it is. You know, it's got us thinking about springtime and whatnot, I think. And, you know, it's always good to look up and see a clear sky. I think that always is something that also brings uh, a little bit of brightness to a day for sure, for sure. Um, also, it sucks because I'm, I'm trying to lighten. I'm trying to lighten everything up, give a little levity, even though I'm just being a fucking Wednesday Adams on a Monday. But we got to get right into some dark shit, heavy shit. Um, but, you know, that's the podcast, right? So let's uh, let's let's do our standard operations, right? Let's let's go through our paces. 
Uh, I'm going to do my startup. By all means, take one with me. If not, that's okay. Just hang out, you know, while I get myself together. And we will get into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. I think I'm as acclimated as I can be. All right. Our first story comes from The Guardian. U.S. Air Force member dies after setting himself on fire outside Israeli embassy. An active duty member of the U.S. Air Force has died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., while declaring he will no longer be complicit in genocide. The man was identified as the 25-year-old airman Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas. The Metropolitan Police Department said it responded to an incident on International Drive around 1 p.m. on Sunday to assist the Secret Service. A video posted online showed Bushnell in a uniform shouting Free Palestine as he burned while identifying himself as an active Air Force member. He was reportedly on fire uh, for about a minute before law enforcement officers put it out. Also, I want to add to, I, I haven't looked at the actual video. I don't know even if at this point you, it's easy to find. Um, I have seen like picture stills, screenshots of that. I didn't want to put that on the thumbnail. I felt like that wouldn't be the best. So, um, but that being said, it, it's a shame too, because you definitely see sadly law and order at its fucking finest or law enforcement at its fucking finest, where like you have one group coming to like put him out and then you have another group with a gun on him, like what, telling him to stop? Like, and it, it, it's like, cool, I'm glad you didn't shoot him, I guess. I'm glad you didn't, like, fill him with bullets before the fire you did what it was going to do. Um, let me read a little bit more. Uh, Bushnell walked up to the embassy and began live streaming on the video pla- streaming platform Twitch. A person familiar with the matter told the Associated Press. He set his phone down and then doused himself in a fluid and set it alight, saying at one point he will no longer be complicit in genocide, the source told the Associated Press. The video was later removed from the streaming platform. An Air Force spokesperson confirmed to the agency France Presse that Bushnell was an active member but gave no further details. A spokesperson for the Israeli embassy said no staff were injured and the man was unknown to them. A Facebook post attributed to Bushnell circulated on Twitter on Monday reading, Many of us like to ask ourselves, what would I do if I was alive during slavery or the Jim Crow South or apartheid? What would I do if my country was committed to genocide? The answer is you're doing it right now. The authenticity of the post cannot be immediately verified. But I, I do feel like that, 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 that carries weight. I, I feel I understand that. Um, also, too, it's, it's worth mentioning this isn't the first time this has happened. And recently I've missed this story. Uh, Mia Copel on that. Mia Cope on that. But um, in a separate incident in December last year in Atlanta, outside an Israeli consulate office, a protester set themselves on fire. The protester and a guard were hospitalized with burns. Um, and then we covered last year as well a story 
that took place, I want to say, like, on the Capitol Hill steps or something like that, to that effect. Sorry if I'm getting that wrong. But a person did it, and I found out, I don't know if I covered this on the pod, but he did that over climate change. And it's one of those things where, especially from that one, it got me thinking, where it's like, look, and I want to start off by saying that I still feel this way. I understand like why you feel the need to like say like there's nothing else I can do I'm just going to give myself to this cause and this is all I can do I'm going to give it full wholeheartedly and I I do want to give credit and credence to that I think that you you're at least adding to this conversation and making people look and listen and and, and say something but sadly in a lot of ways now you see people's guiding the conversation spinning the conversation well oh like clearly this is a mental health thing clearly Bushnell had some mental health issues because how else can you you emoliate yourself, right? And 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 that's sad that the message gets taken and and swept to that kind of direction. And I I don't want to to do that, but it is one of those things where I go, I just go, God damn it, dude! Think about it. Like having a story of saying, Hey, I'm in the Air Force. I see how this is wrong. And I'm going to stop what I'm doing. And I'm going to advocate against this. I think that does so much more. And I know maybe see people would say, no, dude. Like, there's so many, there are people who are already doing that. And then that's not going to move the needle. But you have to ask yourself, is this sacrifice? Is this martyrdom going to change that? No, I don't think so. We're still going to, they're still talking about going into Rafa. You know? Like, we're still having these conversations. This, these, this conflict is still grinding on. And these atrocities are still continuing. There's blood that's still going to be on our hands. It's not going to undo that by just this one great act. I think we do more as people when we organize, when we protest, when we get active, we stay active, we keep talking about this kind of shit. Um, you know? And... Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm not going to be spurt, you know, besmirch uh, Bushnell's name or anything like that. But I, I do implore you that, like, that I do believe there are better ways. This is something that it gets a lot of attention, and hopefully, it does move the needle. And you know, it's something that you know we can look back on and say, yeah, that happened, and this is going to make a positive change. But I just, I just can't stress enough that I do believe that we can do more organized out in the streets, talking about the shit, just, I don't know, just, I don't think that this is the way is really what I'm trying to say here at the end of the day, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do hope, though, that, you know, more change comes, it, and it's crazy, I mean, the number of dead Palestinians is, is, is going to hit over 30,000, you know, it's crazy that that's something that is just inevitable here, and, um, you know, I, I don't think that we should just be like sipping on lattes, not thinking about the shit. You feel me? I, I think that we can't just be OK with it, you know. So uh, obviously my condolences to the family. And um, I really hope that we don't see more of this. You know, I want to see us make change, but not like this. Just no, not like this. Uh, but let, let's go ahead and move on to the next bump. This is, uh, I mean, lighter news to me, uh, at least news I'm happier to talk about, I'll say that, um, from the Associated Press. Protesting farmers spray Brussels police with liquid manure near EU's base in new display of power. Now, I was initially going to cover the story from Reuters, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, thank God, thank God, God moved. Um, let's talk about it. Farmers clashed with police in Belgium on Monday, spraying officers with liquid manure and throwing eggs and flares at them in a fresh show of force as the European Union's agriculture ministers met in a 
search in or met in search of ways to address the protesters' concerns. The farmers are angry at red tape and competition from cheap imports from countries where the EU's relatively high standards uh, do not have to be met. So, I mean, they've been organizing not just here, um, but like the border between Germany and Poland, also in Madrid, which we've mentioned before. But, um, you know, they're still ongoing. They haven't stopped. So, you know. I, I love to see it. I can't lie. I love to see it because this is what I'm saying. I like seeing people get organized, get active, being out on the streets and trying to make a positive change because they realize that there's an issue going on and the people that run the country are not listening to them. And like we, you voted for these people or whatever, but at the end of the day, they are going to do whatever without you. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to come to your square. We're going to be in your streets. We're going to be taking our fucking tractors and we're going to be spraying shit everywhere. You know what I mean? Fuck it, dude. Like until you guys listen and actually make some change that's actually going to help us, then like, what are we going to do? Like well, we have no other option because at the end of the day, I said this before, you know what the farms are saying is like, look, we are not making enough money to live, and that does not make sense. We are feeding you guys. We are feeding this world. Like, this has to be okay for us. You know what I mean? Or not, we're not going to make it okay for you. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but, like, I get it. I get the sentiment. Um, police said that 900 tractors had entered the city, many bearing down on the European Council building where the ministers were meeting. Smoke drifted through the air near the... Uh, near where police and riot gear sheltered behind concrete barriers and barbed wire, firing tear gas and water cannons at protesting farmers. Scores of tractors also lined up, uh, up, down up down main roads leading to the city's European quarter, snarling traffic and blocking public transport. Now, something I, I kind of want to mention now that I'm kind of seeing this, thinking about it, talking a lot, whatever, where I've covered the shit happening in India this year. And like, that's also aggressive police trying to suppress this shit. And I get it. You literally have liquid shit being sprung being across your town. So, like, maybe that's going to make you a little bit more like, we got to make sure we suppress this shit. But at the end of the day, when you're seeing these parallel tactics, like, this is just once again something I'm showing you where I say, look, dude, when I'm talking about nation states, there's no fucking good guy, dude. They're just, they're just not. It's, it is very much a us versus them conversation. It always has been. And I hate that. I really do because, like, you want to believe in the people, especially when you, you go through time and history and, and you see that the parties and the ideologies can change and maybe they change in your favor. But at the end of the day, the nation state still winds up fucking you. And I hate that part the goddamn most. You know what I mean? It, it brings me to tears. But um, that being said, I'm, I'm always happy to see people fight for their goddamn right. Uh, you know, whether you're, you know, wearing a leather jacket with like sex pistol shit on it or your goddamn farmer john in your overalls i don't give a shit i'm happy for you i'm rooting for you whether we're talking about cars or we're talking about goddamn starbucks i don't give a shit i'm rooting for you you got me I, i'm gonna talk about that shit so uh i mean i know i'm kind of hitting the riff in the weeds here there's more that we could talk about here uh they fucking booed um french president emmanuel macron uh, fuck yeah, boo, fuck you, nigga, <laughs> tomatoes, uh, that was on Saturday, um, at the opening of the Paris Agricultural Fair by farmers who claim he is not doing enough to support them, Spain, the Netherlands, and Bulgaria have been hit by protests in the recent weeks, some of which we've talked about, 
So yeah, you know, farmers are getting theirs, all right? They're fucking balancing out the scales, all right? And um, I, you know what? I love to talk about this shit. And I'm never going to stop loving talking about that shit, okay? All right. Um, let's move on to the next beat. We got to talk about SCOTUS. We got to talk about the Supreme Court. <sighs> Goddamn U.S. Anyway, um, from Politico. Justices hint Florida and Texas social media laws may be unconstitutional. The Supreme Court grappled with competing views of free speech on social media as it heard nearly four hours of arguments Monday on a pair of state laws that regulate how large tech companies control what content can appear on their sites. Most justices seem to think that, in some contexts, the Florida and state laws likely violate the First Amendment rights of the social media firms. But the justices also expressed concern that blocking the laws in their entirely might go too far. Uh, the laws which have not taken effect, which have not yet taken effect, would force the companies to carry all users' viewpoints and prevent them from deplatforming political candidates. So yet again, like a typical, um, you know, Supreme Court hearing, I really don't want to cover it. I'm always reluctant. I, I want to like get out of it like it's goddamn schoolwork. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is some stupid ass fucking dumbass fucking nothing burger of a story. And it, it requires so much like learning about law and blah 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 and it's always some murky bullshit so i don't like covering it but then usually when i get into it i understand that like oh this is relevant and like it's gonna have big ramifications to other things for years and blah 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 blah. so you know with here it sucks to see that like like look i'm not here for big tech i'm not here trying to defend mark zuckerberg or elon musk or any of these motherfuckers but at the end of the day, a law that ties their hands and says, hey, you guys aren't supposed to be regulating this shit at all. You're just supposed to give us the service and people are supposed to fill it with their thoughts and ideas and all that kind of shit. It's their uh, place to have this expression. You can't regulate that and, and infringe on that. But if you let that reality play out, you're just going to have a rose gallery of fucking freaks on every platform. And Twitter, X, whatever the fuck you want to call it, like is the prime example of that. Like, it is a feral place where, like, the ads are crazy and weird and unhinged and backwards, and, like, there is pussy and bio in every comment because that's just how the world works on this digital platform, and everything is just weird and all for sale, and, like, it's it's like the Wild West digitally. It's, if you remember the, um... Dave Chappelle sketch, not, you know, to, you know, to invoke his, his dark name, whatever, I don't give a fuck, the Dave Chappelle show is funny, um, where he's, like, on the internet, and he's going across, like, all the things, and he sees all, like, the weird shit, but it's, like, IRL for him, that, Twitter feels like a dark dystopian version of that right now, you know what I mean, and essentially, this kind of law here in Texas and Florida is just gonna allow that to just, like, be the way it is for every platform, you just have to let that shit reign supreme, and I, and they did this shit, to to stop the 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 blocking and banning of uh, you know our lord and savior Donald Trump um essentially that's what conservative voices are fighting for here and i think the justices understand that like hey um we don't really want to do that because they don't want to do it. They don't want to regulate social media. They don't want to do that shit. They realize i think that they ha- it has to have it, but there is, you know, seemingly from reading this, you know, a bit of like, well, we don't know exactly what we want to do about this. Like, we're probably going to upend this law, but not completely. We're going to reform it, maybe, you know, change some things with it. So, 
you know, that's just me kind of coming into this cold. I literally just looked at this shit today. I really haven't, you know, usually I get at least a, a podcast listen. You know, the daily is going to give me a better breakdown, but I didn't get that. So kind of hitting it a little cold, but um, that's more or less my two cents on it. I really don't want to get into the weeds about it. By all means, read Politico or and or more. Get back to me. Tell me what I fucking missed. And, uh, you know, I love that. I love a good interaction with a listener. Um, and I learn, I love learning with y'all. I mean, I, I don't come into this claiming to be an expert. Obviously, fucking not. <laughs> that would be silly and dumb as fuck. And even if I was an expert, like, what the fuck? Like, I've, I've listened to plenty of experts. They don't know fucking shit. <laughs> and they're just as biased uh, as me, either on the same side or against whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I love the interaction. I love telling you guys what I found, like I'm a goddamn dog giving you a bone. And then, you know, I love expanding on that shit because I'm not just a dog with a bone, okay? All right? I'm more than that. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a newsy supreme. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. I've been ranting. I've been rolling. Let me take my last break, and then um, we will do our last story. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Actually, while we're in between, I want to bring up food again. Those burritos. So, I'm not a big egg guy, right? <laughs> That's part of the reason why, like, me wanting these, like, bacon and egg burritos are so, like, weird. Um, <coughs> like, I was pregnant or something. But um, <coughs> cooking the eggs is one of the things I don't like about them. Uh, like, eggs tear me up, and then I generally don't like cooking them. So, something I think I got to work on if I'm going to, like, I have a whole carton of these motherfuckers, um, is I definitely, like, I'm, and I have this problem with pancakes, too, where I start on high always, and I wind up, like, scorching my pancakes, I wind up scorching my eggs a little bit, and um, I hate that. And I, I remember talking to a friend, and they're like, yeah, you should just, like, I don't know, maybe start at a lower temperature and then rise it up. And I'm like, man, that's going to be cooking take forever, and it's like... Uh, that's my, that's my worst, one of my worst sins is impatience, I think, for sure. Impatience and then my temper, which you can kind of walk through and say, like, it kind of leads to me being impatient. If I was just more patient, I'd have a better temper, but, uh, anyway, that's, that's another thing for another podcast or, you know, a therapist. Anyway, let me, um, let's close this out. Um, from, from Dextero, uh, which is not a real great news site. But, you know, it's usually gaming-related news. I kind of equate it to, like, the New York Post of uh, the gaming sphere. But, hey, you get your news where you can. And this is kind of a me thing. Like, this is a me joint where I want to talk about this. I don't care if it's, like, big headlines or not. Um, Twitch and Kick banned in Turkey over gambling concerns. Okay. Um, Twitch and Kick have been banned in Turkey by the country's National Lottery Association due to concerns about gambling on the popular live streaming sites. Both Twitch and its competitor Kick have come under uh, have come under fire several times in the past over concerns relating related to gambling being streamed on their platforms. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> popping off. Oh, sorry. 
2022, Twitch famously made alterations to its gambling policy after receiving criticism from top broadcasters like Pokemon, 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 <laughs> um, when one of its creators, Slicker, admitted to scamming his fans and his fellow streamers out of hundreds of thousands of dollars to fuel his gambling addiction, which was wild. Um, Kick is also notably backed by co-founders of Stake.com, a prominent online gambling platform, a fact that has similarly landed, or resulted in criticism from Pokimane and other streamers. Uh, let's see. In February 2024, I'm pretty sure this took place literally... Um, yeah, it started on uh, the 21st. Um, Turkey's National Lottery Association put the ban hammer on both websites due to concerns over gambling. On February 21st, news spread that Turkey had blocked access to Kik, as reported by journalist Ibrahim Hashkologu. Uh, Turkish officials stated that Kik's entry into Turkey was to attract Turkish youth to roulette. See here now. Essentially, I'm gonna yada yada a little bit. Um, they go on to later ban Twitch as well for the same reasons. After kick broadcasters kind of like were very loud and vocal and complaining, like, well, "Why are you banning us for this when you can literally do the same thing on Twitch?" So that's obviously unfortunate. Uh, I mean, and and if you don't know, it's like well, we've covered before last year that. Twitch had to shut down in Korea um, over essentially like money and street. Like they just didn't have the literal internet bandwidth. They couldn't afford it. And uh, they had to shut down there. Now with Turkey, which is a big, um, it's a big viewership for a lot of streamers. It's something I've kind of learned. And it's already, it's a double hit because before this, Twitch had made alterations to the subscription model. So essentially, like, you get a Prime sub, then you're also getting just people saying, hey, I want to pay you just outright money for a a sub. I think there's three levels of that. And what Twitch had done is they said, oh, well, we're going to change the model where you get more percentage again. We gave gave that back to the Twitch users. So now I think it it was like 70-30 as opposed to what they were trying to get away with, which was uh, 50-50 or something like that, which it sounds fair, but you can get into the whole thing of why it's really not fair when you really break it all down. So 70-30 was nice, but then they go, oh, but here's the tweak. We're going to make it regional-specific, country-specific. So, like, whatever they pay, that's what you get instead of us giving you a flat 5 dollar split so essentially you only get 250 now it's like if a country like turkey which they're paying less for the sub i can't remember how much that was well then you're not getting the 250 you're getting something significantly less and that sucks you're already taking that hit but now it's like no fuck it no more turkey we're pulling the plug um so yeah that's unfortunate that that's happened um like i said i know this is kind of like well who gives a shit like who gives a shit i don't even know what twitch is i don't what's kick um I know, but this is, like I said, this is me shit. I literally have Twitch going on in the background right now. Like, I love um, watching live stream uh, content. I love watching people play video games. I don't know. I I don't like playing video games as much. I like watching people do the stuff. I like watching people do things. It's, It's just nice. I've always been a reality junkie, and this is what it's been distilled down for me. 
But yeah, I, and I'm, I just hate to see people not get their money, you know, at the end of the day. And also, as a viewer, I'm, I, I think myself as a viewer, like, what if I was living in Turkey right now? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to now get a VPN? Fuck, man. Like, I know they're always advertising them on these motherfuckers, but I don't want to have to go and get one just to watch, like, I don't know, my favorite streamer. I was going to make an Amaranth joke, but I don't even know how that'll land with my my group. Um, but anyway, uh, th- that's really all I have for today. Uh, those are the things I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some more news, and uh, you know, I'll be there to cover it tomorrow. But yeah, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.